through his computer. Uh, Yo, Zoom doesn't care about being over on cloud storage, apparently. They just send me emails about it. That's nice. Yeah, they just send me emails like, hey, you're like four gigs over on your cloud storage. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks. Do something, you want to do something about it or? <laughs> if not, I'll, yeah. just, I'll, just keep, I'll just keep going how I'm going. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not gonna do anything about it. Then I guess we'll just keep this keep this thing rolling So <laughs> you decide to stop it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Zoom on that. Zoom don't care. Uh, good evening, morning, afternoon, good day. Good a good day would have solved that. I gotta start incorporating good day into the opening because good day can mean literally anything, yes. right? It can mean anything like morning, evening, night. It just means good day. Just whenever you're listening, right? Oh, I guess. I mean, I thought you would, yeah, be good evening or good night. Good well, I don't know when people are going to listen, though. This is an audio It's an audio show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Think you're right. Time, so I, you're right. That's one of the classic, the classic good day. Um, that's what I mean. That should be a t-shirt. Not the experts. Good day. There we go. Good day. Concept. Concept ideas. It's a limited release. Um, we are here. We are back. This is your weekly... <laughs> Not the, I am Titus. That is Levi. This is your weekly Not the Experts News podcast. NTNN. That, that's what it is, right? NTENN. Or was it one N? <laughs> ETNs. But in, uh, it's two ones in 10. Yeah, in 10. That's right. In 10. In 10 <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. We're here, though. You know what I'm saying? We got some topics we're going to hit on real quick. You know, get to it. So, so stuff for that happened during the week. You know, some of the hot topics during the week. First one, I'm gonna throw to Levi. Last night we have a new UFC lightweight champion. Um, the Khabib era is over. He retired. Dana White finally accepted that he retired. So we had Charles mm-hmm. Oliveira, Charles Olives, if you nasty, versus Michael Chandler, and Charles mm-hmm. Oliveira took the belt at the second round of TKO. This was a crazy fight, by the way. This is one of the. Cra- this is a wild like five minutes and 19 seconds of, of fighting. So if you didn't catch it, Levi, basically in the first round, Michael Chandler hits really hard. So he punched Charles Oliveira in the face and it hurt him a lot. And then Charles was like, oh, that mm-hmm. hurt. So he got rocked. But then Oliveira is like a, a black, like a super black, but he has the most submission wins in the UFC, like history, most submission wins in the UFC. So he gets to the ground. All of a sudden he's on, he's on Michael's back. I'm like, oh, Michael might be out of here. Michael survives, punches Charles in the face really hard again. Charles almost almost goes to sleep. He survives, makes it around two. And we all like, eh, Charles might go to sleep. Because the thing about fighting Levi is when the other person, every time the other person punches you in the face, you get hurt. It's typically not a good sign for you for the rest of the fight, you know? Gener- gen- yeah. uh, generally. Well, eight seconds in the second round, Charles clocks him with the left hook, drops him, finishes him off. Charles is the champ. Now we're here. That man has 28 UFC fights and finally got, but he's been in UFC since like 2011, maybe. He's been in UFC about 10 years and did got his first title shot, finally got the belt. It's a great story. I'm super happy for him. So I'll do more on this tomorrow or whenever you, I don't know. Yeah. There'll be a podcast about this later if you guys <laughs> for the UFC thing. I ain't gonna say when you're gonna listen to it. There'll be a podcast about it though. So yeah. Refrain um, from committing. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know how we do. You know how we do. Yeah, his first UFC fight was in 2010, and he got his first title shot in 2021. 
crazy. Okay. So yeah, she lose to Charles Oliveira, UFC champion. Another another title for Brazil. Brazil now has two UFC champions right now. I think America has zero across like ten divisions. There are no American champions, not a single one. Wow. America's America's not represented at the top of the UFC food chain. We like invented the sport, didn't we? Not really. <laughs> well, it's a conglomeration. Kind of then it was it was a collaboration like the Brazilian uh, Royce Gracie and uh and um, a, a marketer for America, something like that. The originator is kind of a Brazilian. Ideal. Wait, are the wait the Gracies are Brazilian? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Shut yeah. Up. Grace. <laughs> yeah the, the Graces are from Brazil. They My bad, bro. Came. I thought the Graces were, yeah, I thought they were American, so that's why I thought it was American yeah. sport. My bad, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they, yeah, they're Brazilian family. Yeah, they're Brazilian family. Uh, they just they just became the biggest like jujitsu one. I I understand that because you be like, oh, Gracie jujitsu gems in the grains. Clearly, they're Americans. I understand. I would I would thought that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> to me, the last the last name Gracie sounds more. I don't know. I I wouldn't get Brazilian from that from Gracie, but. I mean, I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's the first headline. Levi, what you got? Toss it. Uh, in. so let's stay within fighting, okay. and um, oh well, we'll stay within the UFC because Forbes came out this past week and declared Conor McGregor number one above everybody when it came to uh, highest earning athletes for the year. He earned one hundred and eighty million dollars over 2020 he didn't even fight in 2020 oh yes he did yes he did he fought in january 2020 he did he fought in january 2020. He, and I, right. I believe yeah. he earned like 20 mil from the fight i Probably. think maybe less yeah. than that yeah, 20 yeah. Right. but he the reason why he was able to rack in all that cash was because his whiskey company is that right? Whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Proper twelve. Proper twelve. Yeah, he made. Yeah, he, he made buku. Yeah, he sold a stake. Yeah, yeah. to uh, Belco, which right. owns Jose Cuerva, and he made like a hundred and fifty mil alone off that. Yeah, he flipped that. I heard that. I heard it wasn't that good. By the way, that's what I've heard. I haven't well, tried it, but I've heard it's not that good. Yeah, I've kind of heard the same thing as well. He did. Yeah, I mean name yeah. name recognition name recognition sales above everything, but. Oh yeah. Well, day. maybe it's not good to us <laughs> Americans, but maybe it's good to uh, the Irish. Irish. Maybe so. You yeah. might be right about that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, twenty million for a fight for Conor McGregor. That seems like a massive underpay, right? <laughs> yeah. Which I want to say. So I think it. What it was, it was twenty-two million for the fight. Yeah. 8 million for additional like sponsorship deals that he has yeah. and then 150 million from the sale. So uh, yeah. He's 22 mil is actually more than I thought. <laughs> mm. Yes, yeah, that's a that's a high number. I think Don Cerrone made like 1 million off the off the fight. The guy he fought made like 1 million. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's wild. But yeah, salute to Conor, man. I'm always about getting paid. He's fighting again this summer. He's about to have actually an actual active year this year. He's fighting two times in the same year. I haven't seen that in forever. It could be three times this year. He very well might fight three times if he wins this this next fight, which I don't think he is. But if he wins the next fight, he might fight three times in a calendar year, which would just be shocking. I would lose. I would be shocked Who? if he fought three times. Connor? Yes. Hmm. Well, he shocked. always claims that he wants to do it, doesn't he? he? He always says he wants to, and we never see him. He just disappears. Yeah, that's true. The scary thing is, what? if he if he beats Dustin, he could get a title shot 
But if he gets a title shot, I don't know what type of uh, ridiculous ideas he's going to come up with. Last time he had the belt, yeah. he didn't, you know, last time he had the belt, he never defended it. He's had two UFC belts and never yeah, that's defended right, one that's of them. Yeah, that's right. He's had two belts in the UFC and hadn't defended <laughs> one of them, bro. Like, not once. In two divisions and has zero title defenses. It's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> it's so crazy to me. And he fought in three divisions. What a G, bro. <laughs> three divisions. It has no title defense. <laughs> so when you don't wait, so does that mean he still holds on to him, or just over a certain amount of time he relinquishes so, him? At one forty-five, when he won the one forty-five belt, he kind of held on to it. But he went to one fifty-five immediately. So the one forty-five was in flux. Then he went to fifty-five, but then that got delayed because the guy who was supposed to fight got hurt, and that's how he ended up fighting Nate Diaz at one seventy which he doesn't fight at. And they fought for no reason just because they were just going to fight. So then they stripped him of the 145 belt. Then he got the 155 belt. And I think they let him hold that for a little bit because he did the Floyd Mayweather thing in between that. So that division uh-huh. flow. But they made Khabib. Khabib got the interim belt. And then, Con- and then they had to give him the full belt and then Conor came back to fight it. Uh, okay. He has, he's well, never defended uh, the belt. He's been stripped twice. Oh. Along with that headline, I also wanted to throw in, I didn't see the video, but Hype Beast had an article, and in the article was a link to a video, and it was Conor McGregor telling Cristiano Ronaldo back in 2016 yeah. that he's going to be number one on Ford's list. Uh, really? So, yeah, he eventually he eventually did it five years he later. Yeah, number two was uh, Messi with, I think he accrued one, 130 mil over the year, and then Ronaldo got 120 mil. Wow. Soccer yeah. Japan. When you're like, yeah, really but good. you got to think they're the most popular. Yeah, they're the most popular athletes in the whole yeah. world, too. Yeah. The market's huge. Right, right. So yeah, the, but soccer do be paying, games. though. It do. It do. You got the dollar that you get to bread. Salute to them. Yeah. Has Ronaldo won a World Cup with Brazil? Yes. Yes, right. I know. Uh, oh, Ronaldo's not – he doesn't play for Brazil. He doesn't? Yeah, he's he's for Portugal, which is close. You were close. Oh, yeah. I did the thing. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but we you were, were close, off. though. Yeah, I was close. close I was in though. South America. Yeah. I was in South America. And Brazilians uh, – a Portuguese-founded country. Right. Most people speak Portuguese. Right, right. Yeah. Which was definitely you not South where... America. Why did I say that? I got Port- I thought about Portuguese. That's what happened. Oh, okay. you were thinking about, oh, yeah. Portugal's in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Geography. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know where Messi right. plays? Do you know who Messi, Messi plays for? Messi plays for um the one that he always fails with. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Argentina. Argentina, right? Yeah. Yes, Argentina. you're correct. Yo, I could I could see the colors in my head, and I was just trying to get it. Like I could see the, yeah. the colors, and I was trying to line it up. The blue and the white. Yes, yes. All right. Well, we're gonna stick to the theme of fighting and money getters with the biggest money getter, perhaps of all time, when it comes to fighting, and that is the guy who has cash in his name, Floyd Money Mayweather. Have you gotcha. seen the latest news? Gotcha. Because he's going after more money. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> hey, oh, so let's can we let's address that for a second. What did you think yes. about that when you saw that video? I, I don't understand why. I was I, I was really watching it like, why? Why? And oh, they're yeah. like, why are so many of you media people around this? Or whoever you are, why are all of you so <laughs> like why? Why are so many of you? 
And then well, I also, think they're doing the whole yeah media parade tour type thing. They are. It seems to be. And also, Paul. Yeah. Floyd keeps twelve seven foot people around him. Why did you? Yeah. Why did you think that was going to be a good play? Hey, you got to clear that choice. first. You got to clear that first. You got to clear that by management <laughs> first before you go trying that. Because from the screens that I saw of him afterwards, they didn't. The his bodyguard didn't seem to be in on the joke. Mm-hmm. They seem to be having to do their job. Like we are on camera. We have to do our job because people gonna think they can try this. Now we gotta. Yeah. Now we gotta beat you up in front of all these people. <laughs> yeah. Situation. But yeah, I don't know what that was. But what's what's, what's I don't know what they're doing now. Oh, um, so he's uh, filing a lawsuit against. I want to say it's PAC, whatever the organization is, or the event marketers whatever who are putting this whole fight together between him and logan paul he's suing that company for 120 million dollars you want to know why why because they're not fighting in dubai like they said he would oh you're trying to get that dubai money yeah i guess maybe But apparently, so they approached him and told him they had a lot of connects to people in Dubai and they were going to be able to get the fight, you know, scheduled for out there. But I guess it's not going down in Dubai. I don't know where it's going down at. Oh, no. But uh, yeah, he's he's mad. So he's suing for $120 million. Firefest. (laughs) Firefest vibes. Yeah. (laughs) It kind of is. Now I want to know where uh, they're going to fight at, you know? Yeah, I'm very. No, I don't. I don't. I'm very curious about this though. That's 120 million dollars. That was going to be in Miami at the Hard Rock. That's where the whole "Got Your Hat" thing happened to. Oh, that's at right. Hard that's Rock, a, outside that's Hard a Rock. Very big difference. I mean, we talk well, about Dubai, but like. Dubai and Miami. Let me talk about geography. Dubai and Miami are very different, in my expert geographical opinion. They're two very different places. They are <laughs> very much. <so. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> that, that UAE money is different, bro. That United Air, that UAE money is different, bro. Oh yeah, the UAE money is different. But I'm yeah. just trying to think what what's the and Dubai treat like the Emirati facts. <laughs> so what's the difference in it dubai would have thrown out more cash for it because i mean the tv probably. access and all that's yeah. be the same probably. dubai likes dubai really gets behind fighting like heavily for example um anthony joshua and tyson fury are fighting you know they're both like kind of i think they're both uk based boxers anthony joshua's from britain i think uh, yeah tyson fury's from somewhere over there right i, I can't remember where i don't want to get it wrong but like they're two, something like that. Yeah, they're two Brit, they're two like UK United Kingdom based athletes. They are boxers. They are fighting in in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's how the money yeah, works. That's, that's how true. UAE money is. That's yeah. like ah, we want that UAE money. It's, it's different. They love fighting over there. The UFC built their fight island over there last year because they were just yep. in there. Yeah, and uh, we ain't got no crowds, but you know who's in there? You know who's in the crowd? That with no crowds, you know who's in the building? The Emiratis <laughs> in there. Who? The Emiratis were in the building in spite of uh, all the rich people were in the building in spite of not having a crowd for the UFC. And they was in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they they going to get them in. They'll get them in the building, man. But yeah. Maybe uh, they'll find some side I'm, deals over there. 
Oh, did you? Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what all from, from guaranteed amount of $110 million. Oh, wait. It also said oh. they missed the payment. They missed the payment. Yeah, they missed the payment. I just read that too. Yeah. So he was supposed to get $110 million out of the steal. And he was supposed to get thirty million back in March, but they haven't delivered it. Yeah, go get your money, Floyd. Yeah, forget all that money. Pat going out bad. Pat going lot. Pat. Pat seems to be the people that throw an event and then try and pay everybody from the door money rather than have the money aside set aside already. Yeah, yeah, it's the hustle. It's <laughs> yeah. the hustle. Some Fire janky promotion sure. going on. Janky promoter. Shout out to Kevin Hart. Yeah. It's definitely a uh, we'll figure it out when we get there type of uh, promotion. For sure. For sure. It's not like this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, you want to talk about J. Cole's debut? Let's talk about it. He finished with the Kendrick Perk, the, the triple single. Young Perk out there. A yep. big per- Kendrick Perkins line. Um, I didn't watch all of it. I didn't watch any of it, actually. But I did see his point. I saw his one point. I was like, oh, look at, look at Jay. Look at Jay Cole. Yeah. Uh, I want to say I respect him for taking the most, like, out there role possible, road possible to play basketball, professional basketball. Yeah. My man went all, all the way to Africa. And not yes. just, like, Africa. He went to Rwanda, bro. Rwanda. Bro. That is not exactly, like, Kush Africa. Yeah. Wanda seen some things, seen a lot of things. Rwanda <laughs> <laughs> seen a lot of things. Where is there. Rwanda? Is R- Rwanda like north, east, north? It's in the north, isn't it? That sounds right. Uh, that sounds right. Um, let me, let me look it up. See, I never really it's heard of East Rwanda. It's, it's in East Africa. That oh, was in East Africa, yes, around yes. there with Liberia and all that. Uh, is bordered by Uganda, Tanzania, Burundi, and the Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, geography. I'm thinking West. Okay, yeah. Geography. geography. Oh, Rwanda's <laughs> small, too. Yeah, Rwanda's not a big place. Rwanda's been, Rwanda's been through some things, dog. Um, there is a movie called Hotel Rwanda. If you ever want some perspective on the things they've been through, go watch that. Yeah. Um, stars, stars Don Cheadle. Very stressful film, by the way. But it is. I, I yeah. really thought you were. I really thought you were about to say when you were saying there's a movie. I really thought you were about to say Black Panther. But then when you said Hotel Rwanda, I was like, Oh yeah, Wakanda. So that's not the same place. <laughs> Wait, Wakanda, did I get that right? Where Wakanda isn't real, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You're right. But <laughs> I was thinking Rwanda. That's what you get. Yeah, that's what you got. You heard the Honda. Yeah. The Honda threw you off. Yeah, I, I heard the Honda. Yeah. <laughs> Geography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So J. Cole finished with three points, three rebounds, two assists in 17 minutes. Um luckily Not his album shabby. his album put up better numbers, you know. So that's good. Oh yeah. Shout out to yeah. the wild oh. album. Shout out to the wild album album rollout of I'm going to play basketball in Africa, but here's my album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, what if uh, it'd be funny if uh, his album cover, that basketball hoop, what if that was J. Cole's like one and only personal basketball hoop? He's like, oh, damn, I just burned my basketball hoop. Guess I got to go to Africa now if I want to play basketball. <laughs> That's really funny. He's, he's just that cheap. 
Like, yeah. bro, you can get another one. Nah, I gotta save that bread. I'll just nah, yeah, yeah. Like, I still got my, I still got some air miles uh, <laughs> racked up. I got a free trip to Rwanda, and right. I already got a spot on the team. I'll just yeah, do that. I'm just going here. It's dope though. I do want to say I, I am, I do hope the African, the the African basketball league takes off. I hope it succeeds. I think it's a really dope idea. Um. I think there's a lot of potential. Yeah. I mean, you know, Joel Embiid has roots there. Giannis obviously has roots there. You know, like it's it has a lot of potential. And I hope it does take off. I think they're trying to do something in India too, oh, which will be sure. a very good and big market. And if they do some of these things, they can get out of some of the more questionable markets that they're in. Yeah, well, I'm sure the money. NBA has grassroots in a lot of different places that we don't even know yet. Probably. Yeah, they're trying to build. They're trying to build it up into a more global game because it is a global game. But they want to build some more. Make it, you know, yeah, more than his, which would be dope. But yeah, salute, um, salute J Cole. Man. Hey, he's following it. You know, he's not trying to do the NBA thing. He's just going to play some movie. Went to the lowest possible level to hoop. Yeah, you know? no, shout out I, to him. Yeah, he wants some run. He would have found it. But yeah, um, salute J Cole and the album's fire. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. I've been meaning to, but yeah, I'm surprised if you say it's fire. Then it must be. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, nah, I got nothing. You've been to uh, you've been that you've been trashing that man for years. I've been very I've been very hard on Jake Colby for for a very long time. <laughs> Deservedly so though. Deservedly so. I will say. All right. Next headline. Let's see. Dodgers, Albert Pujols, an agreement on major league contract. So Albert. Staying in the MLB in LA. Would you like to go first? Um, yeah, it's a joke. Uh, so the Dodgers, this is just really how high. Look, they love the sniff of their own farts. Okay, so this is what they're thinking. They're, they're thinking this is charity right here. They're like, oh yeah, us. You know, we're destined. We're gonna win another ring. We're gonna be successful. We'll take you, Paul Holtz. You know, come to us. We'll help you out. We'll put you on this championship winning team and we'll send you out with another ring. Uh, so because that's how high they think of themselves. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame Dodgers. They did win the World Series last year. They got Mookie Betts. You know, they started living. Are they good this year? They got year? all the money. They got all the money, bro. They so did they have all spend, the money. Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't surprised. Um I think Pujols can be an asset because maybe this could be the whole little mental spark where, oh, they doubted me. They they disgraced me, didn't let me retire with, uh, you know, yeah, going with out, dignity. riding high. So, yeah, exactly. Retire with dignity. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's um, cool. Yeah. He may I have a little like, bit of an impact. Yeah, I feel like I was transit. Maybe it would be like a like a type, a coach on the bench, a Udonis Haslam type. You know, you don't necessarily yeah. need to play, Maybe. but, we, you know, have your veteran presence around. I don't know. I yeah. guess that's the best I can think. I think the good thing about Albert is he found – he don't have to, like, worry about house payments, you know. I mean, I'm sure he has the money for it, but he can still, you know, add to his funds while paying for his house in L.A. Yeah, that's true. So that's nice, yeah. I guess. Good job to <laughs> you, Albert. <laughs> still uh, a lot of property tax he's paying, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah he's he's going to be paying. He's going to be paying. Yeah. Um. Do you think? Yeah. So you think he's just gonna be bench bench guy? I can't. I can't imagine he does anything else. 
I can't really put him out there because. Well, I mean, I can see him coming through in a pinch hit situation. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, especially Pablo in the playoffs. Sandoval I'm type. sure he's gonna. Yes, yes, yeah, but not yeah. as good. Not no, as no, good. Pablo, no, no, not big, not as good. The, I didn't know Pablo Sandoval was still in baseball until yeah, last Monday, and then everybody got Boy. excited. And who's, why are y'all saying, "Oh, this Pablo Pablo Sandoval's here"? What? He didn't hit one. He didn't hit one. Because the panda. He, he didn't smack one. Yeah, the panda. He didn't smack one while I was there. But I saw enough home runs that game. Yeah. That was a that was a home run. That was a lot of home runs in that game. I saw enough. <laughs> I saw yeah, pretty much every Braves game, and then to put Toronto with them. Yeah, yeah. Be every game. Yeah, that's they're, they're one and two in home runs, and I found out while I was in the game. I, oh, oh, this is okay. Cool. That's what they yeah. that's what they do. That's, that's good. <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> yeah, you you chose to go to uh, the correct game. Right. Right. Uh, next subline. Talk to me. Let's see. Ah, so we can talk about even though we're gonna be talking about basketball tomorrow, I threw mm-hmm. in Steph Curry yeah, being uh named now the official 2021 scoring leader champion. Yes, scoring champ. Thoughts. Only other players since Jordan to win it after 33. That's really crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He put together his second half run has been just amazing. It's really been amazing. I'm gonna say my thoughts on what this team's gonna do going forward, but it's just been so much fun to watch stuff. And he's just been in his bag and it's just been rude. His bag is rude, yeah. bro. It's so respectful, it so respectfully rude. He's like, Yeah, I'm just like I know you're sending three people over here, but I'm gonna shoot this three. It's like I know you're yeah. trying really hard to play good defense, but I'm gonna just it's gonna go in. All right. Yeah, it's just it's gonna go in. There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> well, nice. I, I mean, I, I'm glad you brought that up because that kind of leads me into another headline. That mm-hmm. have you heard the talk around what CJ McCollum said about Steph Curry? What do you say? Um, so I don't know when this or where this was, but CJ McCollum said a few days ago that Steph Curry is good for basketball while also being bad for basketball, and uh, pretty much. I was going to read a headline from one article is sportscasting.com. They agree. Mm-hmm. They said CJ McCollum is right. Steph Curry is bad for basketball. But uh, going into the context of what CJ McCollum was talking about and how he's bad for basketball is that what Steph does and what you refer to his bag and all the tricks he can pull, yeah. that's stuff that – he was making the argument that that's stuff that Steph has been training on and working on like for years and years and years. But now, you know, he's out here on the highest stage and all the kids are seeing how he's able to do that while they're not seeing the back end of it, the behind the scenes work. So now it's kind of hindering their performances and their leagues as young kids because, you know, they're just trying these crazy bag trick shot, you know, type moves. Yeah. Without even really practicing on them or practicing mm-hmm. their fundamentals first. Right, so, right, right. you know, you get the gist of, what, yeah, of it. Yeah, so uh, sure. I want to see if you have any thoughts on that. Do you agree? Disagree? Coach your kids better. Coach your kids better? Yeah. <laughs> That's my thoughts. <laughs> Keep it simple, man. <laughs> stop, letting these, stop letting these kids come out here and run y'all, man. He's going to do all this. So put them on the bench. Back in my day, Levi. Back in my day, you know what happened. You can't be just taking a stupid shot. You know what they would do to you? You sit, you riding the pond, young man. That's what you're doing. 
Now y'all let these yeah. kids out here dribble all yeah. between the legs, take step back threes. They came got out of the orange frame to shoot the three. And now y'all just out here, man, they're ruining yeah. the bench. Put them on the bench. They're going to learn one way or the other. I mean, I think that is what's happening. So, actually, I agree with CJ McCollum, let's yeah. say 20%. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, get I'll, aside. 20%. I'll get aside. I get his point. I'll get aside. I get his point for sure. I definitely get where he's coming from. Yeah, I get his point, but um, I, I just don't think he's like this article going out of their way to write and like break down these numbers of how Steph Curry's it. You don't have to go that deep into it because I actually don't think it's that impactful because as long as these kids are getting correct coaching from their superiors, then that really should cut down on all that mumbo jumbo that they would right. try to, you know, pull off in a game. Right. But right. I just want to say that uh, – I was when I was really thinking about this, I first thought that I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for Steph Curry. I've never regaled him as like one of my top personal players, but the reason yeah. why I respect Steph Curry so much is because I actually, you know, we have stars in the league or people that we kind of identify ourselves with them. So I've always right. identified myself with Steph Curry just because yeah. uh when I've played, yeah, going from like actual, you know, high school, middle school basketball or just playing, uh, you know, one on one or with the neighborhood kids five on five. Um, look, I was always the shortest or one of the shortest and one of the widest. So I always, you know, had some disadvantages going in. So I always had to get creative. And a lot of things that Steph has done, of course, it didn't look like that or was to that extent. But <laughs> You know, I mean, I would say, yeah. like, I'm a pretty flexible shooter. Uh, I can contort my bodies, you know. But that's also, too, just being young and constantly playing against dudes that are bigger than me. I just got right. used to that, you know. Right. And uh, and that's how I would practice my jump shots. So, I really don't think it's going to affect it that much just because I feel like there were a lot of kids already out there. Like me, I mean, Steph Curry didn't blow my mind that much just because, like, oh, yeah, if I made it to the NBA, that's how I would playing out there you know or that's how I imagined me and 2k and all that doing it so I just think a lot of kids out there are already playing like that with or without Steph Curry just because of oh you got to play with what you got man so yeah when you're Steph Curry and you got that you know height and weight disadvantage you got to have bring a bigger bag with you so yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think it impacts that much yeah I think Steph is like I think someone described it Steph is like the most relatable looking superstar without actually being relatable because a lot of stuff he's still a freak athlete he's doesn't have like the yeah. size of the freak athletes you know what i'm saying so that's still based yeah, yeah. On, like ridiculous athleticism ridiculous cardio like just think that some things aren't natural because i don't it's not natural going around that much it's not no it's not <laughs> it's really not no. natural around as much as he does bro and it's like yeah. a lot of this, he does have a lot of athletic gifts but it's like also he has a ridiculous bag of technical ability so it's like he looks relatable because of his size but it's like you cannot do that. I know it yeah. looks like you can do it, but you can't. You can't do that. But yeah, so I definitely get what you're saying with that. It's like the it's like the beauty of him. It's like he it feels relatable, but it's not as relatable as you want it to be. You know, it's really not. Well, I just took that as a diss, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This won't be a good youth. You ain't seen me, bro. <laughs> nah, you fired. Hey, bro. You what, the you last time I was in a real champ, bro. You talking about? You were in a mirror. No, I got us kicked out. No, I got us kicked out. Yeah, I would have won. You didn't get kicked out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you, dog. You, claim, <laughs> I you gotta that. claim it. 
You got to claim like all uh, like college football things claim national championship. He's got to claim it, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start claiming it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I want that okay. with four rings, bro. Uncrowned. <laughs> the uncrowned king, man. Talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we um, we just got one more headline, man. Cool. Are we done with this? Uh, oh, actually two, but um, NFL schedule release, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to focus on uh, pro football focus. It. You know, everybody's going through top fives, hardest, easiest. Yeah. Um, so do you want to explain why your Eagles are in? the top five easiest schedules for next season, even though you were complaining that there's a whole conspiracy against it is a conspiracy. y'all. Shout out to Thomas R. Peterson oh, okay. and, and Warren Sharp between the conspiracy. But um, so I don't buy into the, the schedule. I never buy into like, oh, easiest schedule thing before a single down is played in the preseason or regular season. Cause I feel like those mm-hmm. things never shape up to be actual and an actual easy schedule. Because the league is massively unpredictable. You don't know who's going to be trash. Who's going to, who's not going to be trash. Yeah. You know, it looks nice right now. We could very well be terrible. We have to open up with the Falcons on the road. Mm-hmm. Anyway, by the way, this is why I need this is why I actually want to talk about Levi. NFL, I need you to stop scheduling Eagles Falcons games in Atlanta when the Falcons still have hope because you're killing me with the ticket prices. <laughs> you're killing me. Last time they came, Levi. <laughs> last time they came, it was week two. It's always two. on the first game of the season. Yeah. Right. It was week two, Falcons home opener, Sunday night football. I didn't have my wallet didn't have a chance. My wallet had no shot. Yeah, no shot at succeeding with the, with that with that setup, and I was like, oh, and then my mom like, I, I gotta go because they don't know when they might not come back for like another five years or so, and here we are again, week one, opening weekend, <laughs> like, bro, I can't get a break. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, so one o'clock. I see this house, so I was like, oh, so one o'clock start. I'm like, oh, wonder when it week week one, no hope. I have no hope. My wife's gonna be broke. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just gonna be busted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just I need y'all to do better by me. All right. I need y'all to do better for me, please, NFL. But yeah, I don't buy into that mumbo jumbo about the schedule being light. You know what I'm saying? If it was the rock, paper, scissors schedule, I might. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're going to be the rock, paper, scissors, the Rochambeau champs this year, the Rochambeau trophy. But you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't buy into this yet. I need to see the, I actually need to see the team to see the games on paper. Is Seattle, Seattle, do you have the schedule up right now? I'm sorry. No, I do not have y'all's okay. schedule pulled up. I need to pull it up real quick because I need it. You can go ahead and talk about the Falcons if you want because I need to see if um I need to see about one specific thing. Well, I'm going to go ahead and list out the other four in this category of top okay, five easiest schedules. It is San Francisco, Jacksonville, Denver, Indianapolis. San Francisco, so, Jacksonville, Denver, Indianapolis. Hmm. Yes. So a lot of people are calling Trevor Lawrence a winner. A lot, they're going through picking out a lot of teams or specific players from these teams who are winners as well. So a lot of people are saying, oh, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a pretty easy start, especially in the first yeah. few seasons of the NFL. So expect him to have a big year because he'll have some uh, practice defenses pretty much to go up against. And it's Bro, we got the Chiefs on the schedule this year. Ah. In week four. That ain't light. Oh, we got the, we got the Jets, though, and the Raiders. Okay. I'm calm. <laughs> so, but yeah, all right. So yeah, yeah, Trevor Lawrence might be a winner. I mean, he's got his new wide receiver running back uh, combo, and Travis Etienne. Yes. Yeah, Travis, Travis Etienne. Etienne. Yeah, I meant to throw he, that in the uh, headlines too. What is Ur- what is Urban doing? Like, what is he doing? Uh, he's turning Jacksonville into Ohio State, bro. 
what's this galaxy brain strategy? What is this galaxy yeah. brain? He's he knows how to run the football, but I'm gonna let him be. I'm gonna let him be a wide receiver. He hasn't yeah. run a football in the NFL yet. What are you? What? Mm-hmm. Urban. It's such a special franchise. I love it personally, though. Yeah, laugh at their failures. I saw a clip of on ESPN today. They were talking about Justin Fields, and I guess they had interviewed him, or they were just talking about his specific goals going through camp. And Justin Fields' biggest uh, goal is to take command of the of uh, the offense and the huddle and commanding the plays, all that, blah blah blah. Because did he have to do that? That at Ohio State, no, they got all their plays from the sidelines. So I very well expect everybody on the Jacksonville Jaguars, all 11 guys, just looking over, getting their signals. Even though, you know, Urban Meyer's got a straight connect to Trevor Lawrence's ear, he's still going to be pulling out the flashcards and all that and giving them, you know, mid-snap motions and crap like that. Yeah, yeah. It'd be very interesting. It's going to be weird to see. I hope it fails so bad. I do too, because I'm just over the Urban Meyer thing. I'm just over it. The whole Urban Meyer experience. Yeah. And then and then he did the he did the Tebow thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm just I'm done. Um I had wish nothing good for you in <laughs> your time here. <laughs> uh, just wait, <laughs> can't wait to this fail. But yeah. Um so also have oh, did I, you have any more on that? No, nah, I really didn't. I was about to um, I was about to say nothing. I was about to repeat myself basically, so I just talked <laughs> So PFF also released top five uh, toughest schedules for the 2021 season. And you want to take a stab at the happiest guy on this, you know, who's in one of these teams. And then we also got a really happy guy because his team is in the toughest um, ranking. And we John also Gruden. have a guy who's very depressed and sad. John Gruden. No, John Gruden's not in it. Really? Uh, let's see. Happy and a tough schedule. Bill Belichick. You're, yeah. No. I mean, you're kind of there, bro. You're think he's new. Oh. Um. Oh my gosh. Why did I forget his name? Dan Campbell. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's ready. Apparently, they got the number two toughest, and oh, he is ready for it. Uh, oh, he's take- probably pissed they're not the the toughest. You better bring your knee pads. Adelaide's on my you better you better bring your knee pads. They're coming for you. Strap up. Strap right. them on. It's ready. <laughs> All right. Do you want to take a stab at who's the most depressed? So I just I just played to strap it on quick in my head. Strap it on, Dano. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to take Sam who's had the toughest schedule. Yeah. Uh let's see. Is it allegedly Tampa Bay Bucks? No, it's not okay. I know, like, dude, that's a Super Bowl win. All of a sudden, your schedule gets allegedly tougher. Um, yeah. Give me what what region of the country are they in? The Midwest or Midwest. East, East Midwest. You know. Okay. Um. Let's say more East. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. They're not in the East. They're midwestern level. They're in Missouri. That's somewhere. Oh no, I'm, I'm thinking more east then. Oh okay. Pittsburgh, Big Ben. Pittsburgh. He's oh, Pitt, He's got the toughest schedule. He's going to ride out of the NFL with the toughest schedule. The Industrial Belt. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Rust Belt. The Rust Belt. That's what it is. Cliches. <laughs> 
is now we're gonna have to do more geography research because I gotta know. I think that is Rust Belt. Let's see. That sounds right. Sounds accurate. Mm. Yes, it is Rust Belt. Uh huh. Yes. Geography. We learned so much today. We went all over the globe today with geography, and I'm really proud of us. We did. Oh, to be more specific, it's actually not the Rust Belt. It's like the coal oh. something built. And wait for it to was, load. Was Zoolander working in the Rust Belt? Zoolander? Yeah, you remember in the beginning of Zoolander, he was in the mines with his dad and he coughed because he had the black lung. He thought he had the black lung after like three hours in, in the in the mines, in the coal mine. That may be the uh, coal mining industrial mix. <laughs> ah. Which, yeah, that runs from uh, Tennessee through Kentucky, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. That tracks. Yeah, and the Rust Belt, the Rust Belt's mainly uh, the top of, it's like a little bit of Illinois, North Indiana, South Michigan, all of Ohio, the entire state of Ohio. Oh, yeah, that's why uh, Cleveland's so rusty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then, uh, e what was that? West, East, West Pennsylvania, and uh, West New York. Okay, Buffalo okay. is in the Rust Belt. Really? Oh, Pittsburgh is in the Rust Belt. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh in multiple belts. Is that what they got going on? They have a couple belts. They actually kind of are, man, because uh, makes sense. I, don't, I don't know if you can see, but oh, they got yeah. like a little dot, a little yeah, see. blue dot on there too. So mm -hmm. they got the coal and the rust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything. All the, all the bad air. Yeah. And the all ketchup. Yeah. And the ketchup. And the ketchup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Heinz. The Heinz 57. And the Ward and the Heinz Ward. Yes, both. Heinz Ward outran a collapsing football field. Yes. Never. never uh, <laughs> Bad as he's ever been in his life. He's never been that bad. That's what I knew this movie. That's what I knew it was <laughs> fake, man. I was like, this is some fake shit. It's Heinz Ward. He's <laughs> not outrunning that. Heinz was booking it, dog. It'd be so much more believable if Heinz just kind of stopped and challenged, you know, just like jumped up and challenged the bomb or whatever right, that was coming right. down and trying to try to catch it. Right. Go over the top. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, and then I, I guess we'll just move on to the uh, other headline, which is oh, yeah. probably maybe this. So ben, Big Ben's probably the second most sad person in the NFL mm -hmm. right now. And Matt LaFleur is number one. No, they got the toughest schedule? No, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, the Aaron Rodgers thing, yeah. That's, that's have you seen these press conferences of Matt LaFleur talking about Aaron Rodgers? I haven't, but I've seen, like, one of his quotes, he was like, I'll be dead. When he said, I'll be devastated or something, he was, he's very – Yeah, <laughs> he's so I think he said the first one was in that whole little, like, five, six-minute diatribe, he was saying, uh, you know, 
it won't be the same without Aaron or like, I don't know something. No, he was like, I can't ever imagine a day without Aaron or a green day without Aaron or something like that, blah, blah, blah. And then now yeah. he's saying in the Southern light little press conference, um, dang, what did he say, man? It was something like out of the notebook, bro. Everything he has said to Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you, dude, go watch these press conferences. It is literally Noah to Allie. Okay. He's telling Allie right now, Make up your mind. Do you want to go back and be with us, dude? Or do you want to stay here with me? Don't F around on me, Allie. Stay here. <laughs> stay with me at this house that we both built with my bare hands. It's really funny. Um, yeah, Matt LaFleur has got to be staring his football mortality in the face. Like, you had Aaron Rodgers' first two years of your career. He bought into your system, you know, and now yeah. – He's like, ah, I'm kind of over your system. And now you're standing down the barrel of Jordan Love and Blake Bortles. Mm. I saw no, him selling – I, I heard him selling Blake Bortles thing. And he was like, I mean, he almost beat the Patriots one time. Like, and what happened the next year? Matt, don't, don't do this. <laughs> don't, don't do this. <laughs> well, I think as long as Kyle Shanahan has a head coaching job, that Matt LaFleur – has a big safety blanket because whenever he so gets cool. fired, he's going he back, back to college. He right back home. Yeah. That's a fact. Which, that a fact. that's a dangerous duo. I think you don't want Matt LaFleur going back with uh, Kyle Shanahan. So. No, I agree with that. I definitely agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, if you could get Matt Ryan into the MVP running or actually winning the MVP, he did that's a pretty good quarterback. That was an run. incredible year in Matt's career, bro. That was, that was yes, yeah, yeah, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, and somebody else too, who's like a ridiculous offensive mind. And the other floor was there, right? Them. Wasn't the other huh? floor there? Wait, there's the two floor. floors. Yeah, yeah, Matt's brother. He was like a, he was like a passing coordinator or something. Now he's with the Jets. I think he's just on the I didn't now. know that. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Hey, imagine that, man. We let all three of those dudes walk, and we kept Dan Quinn, bro. That's that's really gotta hurt. What and what I say? I what I say on that podcast, bro? I said you said you got fired. Get rid of Dan Quinn, bro. You said really said it. I wish we had that. I mean, I know I'm gonna say this forever till we die, bro. Till we're still recording, I'm always gonna mention somewhere that I wish we still had that, just so I can listen to me be right about this train wreck of an organization. So bad, but you got Kyle Pitts though, so. We got Kyle Pitts, bro. Yeah, I mean, we did the thing that I knew we were going to do, too. It's like, well, I protect the QB when we can just get him some more hands. It's so incredible how you fire the GM and do something the other GM would have done. Like, Dimitrov's got to yeah. be pissed. I would have done that. Yeah, exactly. I would have done the same thing. You got rid you fire me for it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which I'm um, definitely heated. I do want to say, I want to – we're, we'll have to talk about and I'm sure we'll talk about it more into the future as the season yeah. gets a little bit closer and we do for our sure. way too early predictions. But I will stick with my draft grade for Terry Fontenot as, at the uh, B+. And after listening to uh, some of the guys from Bleacher Report, Alcoholics, um, he actually had a strategy going in, though. Uh, and I didn't know, you know, they measure everything. I didn't know they actually yeah. measure whole athleticism, too. They actually had that on the chart. Oh, really? Yeah, so uh, apparently, like, we just went after, like, the dudes with the highest athletic grades, oh, like, all yeah, throughout okay. the draft, okay. Yeah, which I'm good, I'm cool with. Like, yeah. if you want to pick a bunch of versatile guys who are, like, freak athletes in their positions, yeah. I'm good with it. It seems kind of maddening. Not maddening. It seems kind of NCAA football-y 
where you recruit the athletes. But that's why. I, but that's why and I like just, it. And, and you just plug them where you need them, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. that's I did what that. I want. I did that in my last NCAA football thing. I was like, oh, five star athlete, come on over here. And like five of them, yeah. but they were all only good as like running backs and, and quarterbacks. I already had a quarterback. But like <laughs> he was like a he was like a sophomore quarterback. I'm like, ah, this is this is awkward. <laughs> I yeah. want to do what you guys. <laughs> it's a lot of you here. <laughs> go play receiver. Everybody goes to the transfer receiver. portal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Then I'm, I had no more recruiting class, so that's all that really mattered. All that matters is getting yeah. that number one on the chart. Everything else falls in place later. <laughs> if we arrest that, we get that number one on the chart. We good. <laughs> but yeah, well, this was good. I think this is like ten yeah. times better than the first one, bro. Oh, you think so, dude? I don't know. Man. I went back and listened. I don't know if you went back and listened to that, but yeah, our yeah. Tebow talk was really good, bro. Like, I'm oh, still gonna chop it and put good. it up. Yeah, but it was like thirty minutes of our best, was like it? some of our best recording. I think. Okay, I gotta yeah. go back to it. I gotta go back to it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, this one, this this one. I think I just had more of a rhythm this time than last time. I think that's what it, in my head. I feel like I have a better rhythm in my mind. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, so that makes sense. But yeah, solid work, solid work. And we'll be back with some NBA talk tomorrow. The play-in yes. preview, the PIP, the pill. Yeah, <laughs> the pills. <laughs> As yes, Adam sir. Silver and the pills. <laughs> yes, it looks like uh, Denver successfully tanked to avoid the Lakers tonight. Ah, good move. Yes. Good move. Mm, they avoid the Lakers. The Clippers are – I'm going to see who's playing for the Clippers tonight. I had to text my uh, Heat fans that – I've been telling them, like, they don't want the smoke. And so I texted them and told them how lucky they were. They weren't going to catch that smoke in the first round. <laughs> Y'all playing a defensive – this is a weird matchup. Y'all playing a defensive juggernaut in the first round. It's a very strange matchup. Yeah, it is. The Knicks. Very, very opposite, opposite the track. Shout out to the Bucks for wanting the heat in the first round. Cause boy, but if you lose this series, there is no saving your you are I you are, they might they might deport you, dog. Like you gotta win this one. I think they want it though. I think it's kind of personal. I think they do. It's revenge. It's revenge. Yeah. I I really do not see yeah, we'll get on it tomorrow, but I do not yeah. see the heat yeah. making it past the first round. I want to talk about a very sadistic idea I have tomorrow. That involves the Boston Celtics as the eight seed playing the Philadelphia 76ers, who they have tormented for years. And the, and the Celtics <laughs> and the Sixers get revenge on them this year. <laughs> oh, the evils. That I know you be, want that. The evils that would take place. Uh, let me read you who started for the who's been playing for the Clippers tonight. Um, tell you who's got these minutes tonight. The starters <laughs> were Patrick Patterson, who's played 35 minutes. Um, Zubak, Patrick Beverly, Reggie Jackson, and Luke Kennard. These are the nice. starters. Reggie's only played seven minutes, though, so there's that. Um, Yogi Ferrell's logged 21 minutes. A man named Jay Scrub. I didn't know, you, I didn't know Yogi sold the league, bro. I know, right? Jay Scrub has played 29 minutes. The homie Terrence Mann has played 23 minutes. A man named Daniel Toru has played 32 minutes. <laughs> And in all of this, the Thunder only up three. <laughs> oh my God. The Thunder only up three points. Relegate the Thunder. Relegate the Thunder. And LA and the Clippers. I got something for you tomorrow, uh, Clippers. I got something for you tomorrow. Just be on the lookout for that. <laughs> I got something for you. I'm over there. I'm sick of this. Got something for the Clippers tomorrow. <laughs> Please be ready. But yeah, so appreciate you, Levi. 
appreciate this, you, bro. Uh, it's gonna be a quick turn. I'm gonna like just throw this up tonight. I don't think I have anything. I'm gonna throw it up tonight. Yeah, raw unedited file. Speaking of raw, speaking of raw, Landon Dixon is not gonna be number 69. No, 